0: On today's episode, we talk about Republican meltdown, Taylor Swift conspiracy theories, and TCs in Moscow. This is Next with Lex. Let's get it, baby. Welcome, 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 everyone, to episode 18 of Next with Lex. I am your host, Lex Luthor, and I read the news so you don't have to. It is Wednesday, February 7th, and we have a lot To go over. We are going back to the basics here at Next with Lex. Past couple episodes, I tried to script it out and it just didn't seem authentic. It seems like I was reaching for something and we're just experimenting here, right? So we're going back to the basics and we're just shooting from the hip. I'm pulling up articles we're going to talk about and we're going to get into them. And we're going to start today by talking about the Republican Party and the absolute fuck show that's going on there right now. We have talked about the border battle. The border battle heated up yesterday, came to a fever pitch when the House of Representatives decided to try to impeach a sitting cabinet member for the first time since the 1800s. House Republicans failed in their effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. God, say that five times fast. This is the first attempt to impeach a cabinet member in over 150 years. Last person was Secretary of War William Belknap in 1876 under the administration of USS Grant. Major corruption known throughout that administration. Congress turned their cheek to a lot of things. I mean, this is the Gilded Age of trying to build things up. Apparently, this dude was in some heavy shit and corruption was so blatant that even Congress, who was super corrupt at the time, could <laughs> thought it was too corrupt. So Republicans tried to oust him. And what happened was something people thought was not going to happen. This was kind of a big political show. But four Republicans joined into the Democrats. Every single Democrat voted against this. And four Republicans also voted against ousting this guy because it's really not his fault. He's the border. They're, they're trying to impeach him for negligence of the border, which is not an impeachable offense. But he's literally doing everything he can to the extent of the law on the southern border. That that's why we're trying to pass a bill. See how I'm doing here? I'm segueing right into the next section because that's why we're trying to pass this bill to fund the southern border. That's tied with the funding to Iraq, to Ukraine. Eh, too many wars. Too many wars. Well, actually, there are two wars. Two right
1: war. We're in the say. midst of two wars. All ah. that. Are either of these wars happening
0: on U.S. soil? Two war. I just started talking that way, and that's what happened. So again, we're trying to fund this bill, fund the southern border, get it secured, stop these 3.6 million people that are coming over from, from Mexico. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Too many people. Two wars? So we're trying to fund that and fund Israel and fund Ukraine all at the same time. We finally had a bill put together and then Donald Trump comes in and says, hey, you can't do it. This is a dog shit bill. You can't do it. This is things that the Republicans have always wanted in this bill. They always wanted these tough measures on the border. And now that they finally got them, Biden signaled that." That they would get what they want. The Democrats signaled they would get what they want. Now they finally get them. Donald Trump comes in and says, no, 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 you can't have this. This is a terrible bill. Do not vote for it. This it is all political sham because Donald Trump does not want to give Biden a win. He does not want to hit the campaign trail with Donald Trump and all of a sudden him have nothing to talk about because then John, Donald Trump can't be up there and be like, the border is an absolute disaster. There's nothing you can do about it. He can't say that because Biden would have the win. Now, if it doesn't pass, he opens the door for Trump just probably just spewing all kinds of bullshit over at Biden for nine getting it done when in reality it's his fault so biden's trying to get ahead of this biden's trying to get ahead of it and so he came out yesterday and this is what he said time for republicans in the congress to show a little courage to show a little spine to make it clear to the american people that you work for them not for anyone else That's right. You work for them and not anyone else. And it's true. The fuck is this? There's a significant, huge problem on our border. Big problem. And politics are going to get ahead of doing what's right for the American people. What the fuck is this? These old hags are in office and all they're trying. You know what? Let me talk to you. It absolutely blows my mind how this is where we're at in American politics, where the negligence is so fucking blatant, so blatant, like you try to impeach a dude that has nothing to do can't do anything because you won't pass a fucking law and you won't pass a bill to fund our southern border to fund Ukraine to fund Israel you're not going to pass that shit to give someone like Mayorkas the ability to handle the border it's such a blatant disregard for us it's it's a slap in the face of your everyday citizen is what this is people pouring in from the southern border it's a huge problem it is a bipartisan problem
1: bad hombres
0: can it continue if you want to push the fear-mongering portion of it Right. That's all the Republicans have been doing. There's nothing but rapists and criminals and shit like that coming over from our southern border. But you're the ones that don't want to do anything about it. Again, we've already stated not everybody's bad coming over. Right. These are people looking for better opportunities. But what the fuck? Do something. It's just a blatant disregard for your civic duties to the Constitution and to the people of the United States.
1: I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds.
0: This is what Trump had to say about that same bill. The border bill
1: has been relentlessly attacking the bill. It's one of the worst. One of the dumbest bills I've ever seen. Biden now with this warning if the bill doesn't pass. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump
0: and his MAGA Republican friends. True, put the blame. Good, Grandpa Joe, put the blame, because this is ridiculous. Mitch McConnell even coming out and being like, hey, we've had something, but it doesn't look like it'll pass. Let's hear from Mitch.
1: It looks to me and to most of our members, as if we have no real chance here to make a law.
0: No real chance to make a law. They're blatantly acknowledging it. They're acknowledging it over and over and over again. Tonight, anguish from Senator James Langford of Oklahoma, one of the lawmakers who wrote the bill, and one of the Senate's most conservative members.
1: We can't keep doing this. We, we've got to actually find ways to be able to stop the chaos that's happening on our southern border. But time
0: Same. never helps. Never. I've listened to this dude talk many, many times, one of the most conservative voters in Congress, champion of conservatism. And the dude is, every time he speaks, he's just disappointed and he pretty much throws his own party under the bus for for doing what they're doing. House Majority Leader Mike Johnson said Trump has nothing to do with it. But then he goes on and also says, oh, I speak with great length with Donald Trump all the time. So again, us, the American people are being held hostage in this case. Talking about politics. We had another primary. We got a primary update. Primary update. Breaking news. I got to get like a breaking news transition. That's what I need to do. That would be great. The Nevada results are in and it is not looking good for Nikki Haley. For reasons I don't want to get into because it's stupid, the Nevada primary did not have Donald Trump on the ballot. It was not on the initiative. So you had a choice on the Nevada primary ballot. You can either vote for Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Tim Scott. Again, these people dropped out. Mike Pence and Tim Scott dropped out. And there's a few other ones. Or you could vote for... For D, none of the above. None of these candidates. And in the primary, none of these candidates won. Because again, Trump was not on this ballot. None of these candidates won by 63% of the vote. Nikki Haley, who's the only candidate on there, won 31% of the vote. Oh boy, that's not good. The guy's name wasn't even on it. D, none of the above. Everyone picked it. Not looking good for Nikki Haley. She says she's going to stay in the race, but it ain't looking good for her. The news is dominated by Republicans and it's never good. It's not good at all. Oh, look at my sources. My sources, I'm trying to, today I tried especially to get my news from the Wall Street Journal, which is a right-leaning publication, because everything I was reading everywhere was just so anti-Republican because it's so fucking dumb what they're doing right now. So here's an article, Wall Street Journal, couldn't even get away from it, talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey rigging the Super Bowl. This is where we're at. This is where we're at as a society. Every major publication has an article about these conspiracy theories because they're being pushed. What the fuck? They're being pushed online and they're being pushed by Fox News so much that George George Stephanopoulos, on a panel, asked about these conspiracy theories. Let's have a listen.
1: Bring this to you because uh, Fox News, at least several of the personalities on Fox News, seems to have become obsessed with the idea of Taylor Swift uh, helping Joe Biden, some even going so far as to say that it's part of a conspiracy, a psychological operations conspiracy led by the
0: Pentagon. Psyops. <laughs>
1: well this is
0: a conservative guy here
1: i'm not gonna go there look i think the whole thing (laughs) well that's really bold no i mean i think it's a powder keg of stupidity
0: we'll end it there because it's a powder keg of stupidity these are ridiculous conspiracy theories we don't push conspiracy theories here this isn't part of the nwo we don't do we don't push these conspiracy theories but you know what we're sure as hell going to go over them because they are so fucking stupid that we need to just kind of touch upon it so i give you the three main conspiracy theories floating around about taylor swift and travis kelsey and the nfl all right theory number one the department of defense is using taylor swift as a psyop they're using her as a psyop this comes from there was a conference and some dude like they had taylor swift on the screen and this dude is going telling people that it was part of a cia presentation that they're going to use taylor swift to go to other destabilize governments essentially spread propaganda and other american beliefs so that's conspiracy theory number one conspiracy theory theory number two floating around. The NFL playoffs were engineered to get Swift to the Super Bowl for a halftime show political endorsement. So although Usher, which I cannot wait for some Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usher. yeah, 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 yeah. So you're telling me this sick halftime show that's going to feature Usher, which is going to be fire. It's going to be fire. Usher is a performer. The dude is going to kill it. It's going to be fantastic. Cannot wait to watch this halftime show. And so what they're trying to say is now that the Kansas City Chiefs are in it, Taylor Swift's going to hijack the halftime show and tell everyone to vote for Biden. Idiots. How fucking dumb do you have to be to believe this shit? George Soros. It's hard to say that. George Soros owns Taylor Swift, owns, quote unquote, owns her and has turned her into an advocate for the Democrats political agenda. This comes from like a, a music awards speech that Taylor Swift gave. And she mentioned that George Soros was behind like the investment company that bought her original music catalog stupid And since then she's released taylor's version right so she gets re-released all of her songs so she gets to keep another copy of her this none of it makes sense but they're pushing these theories and this fear-mongering makes no sense no sense whatsoever so those are your three idiotic my brain has been physically holding me back from calling these people something else it's not good so there you go three conspiracy theories that don't exist
1: hey fugazi fugazi it's a while it's a woozy it's a fairy dust it doesn't exist it's never landed it is no matter it's not on the elemental chart it, it's not fucking real since
0: we're on the subject of fox news we're gonna go to one of old fox news's homeboys tc you're wondering who the hell's tc in my opening tc is the dude tucker carlson your boy is hanging out right now in moscow having some mules playing with those little egg russian egg things you know with the big egg and then inside that egg there's a smaller egg and inside that egg there's a smaller egg that's what he's doing to entertain himself over there right now that and probably cocaine and hookers but here you go tucker carlson is in moscow to bring you the news
1: we're in moscow tonight we're- i just told
0: you that i just told everyone that Tucker. You don't need to repeat it.
1: Here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously.
0: Obviously. This risk Look how badass I am. I'm TC. TC's over. The beautiful Moscow skyline behind him, porting with his Patagonia, making sure he really relates to everyday Americans.
1: So we thought about it carefully over many months. Which means Here's a week. why we're doing it. <laughs> First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. And I need Our money. Our duty is to inform people. And make money. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed.
0: By me, they no Tucker Carlson. have real
1: idea what's happening in this region. Not a clue. Here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. I'm
0: pretty sure they do. It's a war. But they
1: should know. They're paying for much of it. In ways- Eh, not yet. We haven't funded that border bill yet, TC. they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster.
0: All right, and he keeps going, he keeps going, he keeps going. But he's in. He thinks Elon Musk is going to put this thing. He pretty much goes on this huge conspiracy again. And all he's doing is saying that you can't trust the right-wing media. You can't trust the left-wing. You can't trust any Western media. No BBC, no ABC News, no CNN. And yes, everyone pushes their little agenda. I'm pushing an agenda. I'm pushing Lex's agenda here. This is my commentary. This is my show.
1: Oh, well. King
0: in the castle King in the
1: castle
0: So I'm going to say What I want I'm going to push my agenda But what TC is saying Is you can't trust anything But guess what I don't have an agenda I'm Tucker Carlson baby I don't work for Fox News anymore I'm free I'm an independent man So he's in Moscow He's going to interview Vladimir Putin Which I cannot wait To fucking rip that apart We will be Probably a live streaming My reaction to that Can't wait I'm super excited And two I will definitely Chop the fuck out of that And clip it all over When TC decides To do the interview Here's what's great He already did the interview The interview been done. Reports in Moscow state that he already spent two hours plus hanging out with Vladdy, chillaxing and interviewing him, talking to him, shooting the shit, if you will. Tucker said that interview would be up momentarily. This is like two days ago. (laughs) So I think Moscow's maybe looking at that interview and saying, maybe you can't release this unedited thing like you wanted to on your website. So, you know, that's what they're doing. I can't wait to see what TC says. I hope he asks him some good questions. You know, he's probably has to just to save face and he probably like gave him the heads up. Today in history, on February 9th back in 1964, the Beatles landed in New York City to begin their British Invasion of the United States and become one of the most iconic bands of all time. I wanna hold your hand. Ah, look how young they look. On screen, I have the 1964 performance. Two days later, they made their TV performance on The Ed Sullivan Show, and then they played multiple shows on The Ed Sullivan Show after that. In all, the Beatles sold 1.6 billion, with a B, 1.6 billion singles in the United States and 177 million albums. That's a shit ton. Worldwide album sales topped 600 million. The number of Beatles singles to reach the number one on the Billboard Hot 100 is 21, the most of any band. Of their singles, Hey Jude, Enjoy the Long. Front on the charts, spending 23 weeks on the Billboard Top 100, and the number of albums the Beatles had reached number one in the U.S. was 25. 25 albums reached number one in the U.S. We cannot fathom. When I watch these videos and I see people going nuts in the crowd, I can't even. I don't imagine being anywhere where people freaked out that much over somebody or something like the way like these people were when the Beatles were around back in the 60s. It was it was crazy. The the crowd, they had some show cuts to like young women, like it looks like in their 20s or 30s he's just going fucking crazy so listen to some beatles today my personal favorite beatles song is help,
1: help i need somebody help not just anybody help, you know i need someone
0: my favorite Beatles song of all time. So crank some Beatles on today. When people at work are saying, who is that? Especially if you're a younger Gen Z, or just be like, is that dope shit called The Beatles, son? Hope you enjoyed the episode today. We kind of went back to basics a little bit. I felt a lot better today talking than I did yesterday. So hopefully this is a better episode for you. Any questions, hit me up on socials at Lex Luthor. You can email me at nextwithlexshow at gmail.com. Again, that's nextwithlex at gmail.com. Any questions you have, I will answer for you over the year. little incentive. If there's something you want to see, something you want my opinion on, something you want me to go over, hit me up. And don't forget to follow the show so you get your news from your boy Lex Luthor five days a week. Hell of a day it's going to be, everybody. Go out and have a good one. Catch you tomorrow. Deuces.